Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the guys at exoticlimo.com.au and our mates at hungover.net.au. Feel your best while looking your worst. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo-choo! That's right, Corey. The Bombs Express is back. And uh, as we hit the first round of buys now in round number 12, we will talk a fair bit about that sort of chat today. Um, I just made absolutely no sense, but whatever. Corey, before we move on to it, though, where can the listeners hit us up on social media? Find us on Twitter at SC Elites. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, and the podcast store at Supercoach Elites. Uh, Bumps, it was a pretty funny week last week. I've seen some great scores. I've seen some pretty shit scores. How'd you go, mate? I think the overall uh, for the week, the the bloke that took out the the women, the woman, whoever it was, uh, the lady, twenty six ninety nine, I think it was. That, that was absolutely oh, huge. Um, yeah, and you'd be pretty shattered one point off a twenty seven inch too. Well, I know why it would, but the thousand dollars would make it a little easier to swallow. Um, I'd rather, I scored a, I'd rather the one point to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> um, I scored a twenty three thirty five, which when you hear the twenty seven hundred that was out there was. Um, yeah, it was actually okay, but not probably on the top end sort of things. Anyways, I went up 1,500 spots and sitting at uh, 7,700 at the moment. 7 out of 10 league wins. Not bad. I uh, 23.40, so I just pipped you. Um, we're both still, you're still running Matt Crouch, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that a pain in the yeah. ass? Um, and well, I let's went not up, go there. I let's not go there. <laughs> Tell you what, the listeners really enjoyed your rant last week. Jesus. I'm the Corey. I've, I've had a look at myself. I've replayed that um, segment uh, multiple times, and um, I've had to have a cold hard look at myself and, and my reaction. So I'm just going to try and tone things down a little bit uh, this week, Corey. See how we go. Too easy. I'm sure I can uh, just poke the bear a little bit. Um, but I went up to 5,012th. Um, so, yeah, slowly climbing up. I, was, I actually thought I was going to go down with some of the scores I've seen out there, but... Hey, take it, take a small climb. Uh, I only made the one trade last week too. Oscar Baker uh, was in for, can't even remember who I bought him in for. Downgraded someone, so sitting a hundred and k in the bank, hundred eighty k in the bank as well. So nice to kind of get prepped for the buy rounds that are coming up. What trades did you make last week? I uh, just did uh, Bailey Scott to Oscar Baker, and that pocketed me virtually nothing. But I got sixty k kind of sitting there now. Don't mind that trade actually, because I'm sitting there with Baker Scott in my team. Right, oh, Baker Scott. Um, Bailey Scott in my team right now and uh, not really liking the fact that Byron's are coming up and I've got him. I'm always hoping that uh, Haitley can find a way to break into the team and uh, almost go on that sideways <coughs> there just for some buy, almost buy security. But, yeah, story for another day. Before we get into cash cows or who am I or any of that rubbish, Bumps, I've got to give someone a shout-out for a couple of weeks ago. Uh, old mate Pistol, you'd know him from uh, over at the Dr. Supercoach. He won our um, EPL Fantasy League this year. He took it out. And I was meant to give him a shout-out after it happened, and it's been like a month later and I forgot. So with Champions League being on last, well, the other night, that kind of reminded me of it a little bit. Um, and Pistol, congratulations, mate. You've won a Supercoach Elites T-shirt. I've told him about three times I'm going to post it out this week. Keep forgetting. So, Pistol, stay tuned because <laughs> your shirt's coming, mate. You'll eventually get it. Um, and we can't wait for you, to have you rocking the Elites gear over there. So... A um, bit of cross-promoting for him. It probably looks better than the Dr. Supercoach shirt that they've got rolling out there. But, hey, there's your shout-out. Now piss off. Um, K 
cash cows, Bombs. Well, there's not really much to look at. I mentioned Haitley because he had another game uh, absolutely dominated again. Dylan Clark scored the 99, and he's on the buy now. Brett Bewley, he's all, also on the buy with a negative 26 break even. we got no one. No, we, we don't. And um, it poses a question, Corey, do we sort of take the risk on one of these guys if we've got a lot of numbers this week and we want to make some downgrades, that way we've got some money next week for some upgrades, or do we uh, kind of just hold off? I think that's probably the most pressing question of the week. Have you had a look at all at, at going down early? Yeah, yeah, I have, um, and the one I'm looking at at the moment is um, is the Gardner fella from the Dogs. I mean, they they signalled their intent pretty early. I thought when they uh, just threw him straight into the team, and just because with his positioning and the fact that he's a DPP and allows me to kind of manoeuvre um, Darcy Moore around a little bit, um, I don't mind kind of looking at him and doing something like a Corbet sorbet down pocket in about. Hundred or nearly 130k, and that will leave me near nearly 200k just to ensure I'm able to do at least one upgrade next week, and yeah, kind of see how we go. I've also got Scrimshaw sitting on the bench, so I can do Scrimshaw down to him and pocket a fair bit more money if I wanted to do that as well. So uh, yeah, probably the only one I'm looking at, just given his flexibility within the team, the fact they uh, debuted him after round one. I know his score was was pretty poor, but. Um, the bloke did play in a forward line where they got belted by nearly 100 points, didn't they? So, um, yeah, points were obviously limited for him. Tell you what, I was pretty impressed with his game. I watched that game. I listened to the, listened to the first half, watched the second half. Um, and for someone who wasn't even on an AFL list the other day, he was, he was pretty pretty good. He had uh, one snap that he'd probably like to take back where he's shanked it out in the full from about 15 metres out. But he, he offered a bit. He got in there. He contested and... You know, the, the doggies have some obviously tall timber problems and, and he could be the one. I'm not going early on him. I'm not going early on any of them. I know there's a lot of people out there going early on Bruley. Um, I could understand almost why with him because he's looked really good out in the park. But you can look good out in the park. doesn't mean you're reflecting some huge super coach scores either. I just want to make sure that they're named. So at the moment, I'm probably looking at no trade. Um, I, will say, I will say this, though. I mean, you know, I'm looking at my team and, you know, I'm not, I'm not endorsing, you know, people to do someone like a Michael Gibbons down kind of thing because we know Gibbons is playing if you've still got him. But, you know, someone on my bench, Corey, someone like a Will Hayes, who's unlikely to sort of get a gig again um, or anytime soon anyways, um, you know, doing him down to a Buley, I don't mind something like that because... Wouldn't you like to wait the week? What for? Well, because, they're both not playing. Well, the way I look at it is, Corey, I'm trying to get two upgrades done next week. So that's two trades at least done, and I'm going to need multiple downgrades to get those two trades done. So the only way I'm going to be able to get both the upgrades done is if I pull the trigger early on someone. And Scrimshaw, who's out for six weeks, then uh, I don't see the harm in doing Scrimshaw down to the, the doggies fella. Um, and, yeah, just pocket in kind of the 200K because that means I can certainly do at least one next week. And then potentially I can use three trades next week uh, one downgrade and two upgrades to get the two upgrades I want done. I think that comes down to such a team-dependent thing too because you just sit there and you mention Scrimshaw, Hayes. For me, I don't have either of them. Yeah, um, yeah. So Yeah, so yeah. for me, yeah, you know, me, it doesn't really make a lot of logical sense. But when no. you're all sitting here and talking, you're talking about those names, well, Scrimshaw's no chance. Hayes was dropped, you know, not very likely to come back anytime soon. Yeah. It makes but perfect I'm, sense. So, and I'm not talking about your Petrocellis, your Gibbons, your Darcy Moores, your Hawes, your Ainsworths. I'm not talking about any of those type yeah. scories that are, that are sort of getting games. Uh, they're sort of getting games every week. 
Absolutely love it, mate. Um, I, yeah, I think you've nailed that. So have a look at your team. Really think about what you're doing. It's such a team-dependent thing. If you've got passengers that are still sitting there, move them on. There's no hard go, no harm going early. Take the extra cash. Get ready for the upcoming weeks. I just wanted to touch on something too before we go or we'll move on. There are so many people out there that are talking about their buy structure for the upcoming rounds. And it's more about like, oh, how should I be? You know, I've got 20, 17, 20 over the three bye weeks. You know, should I trade this week to fix up next week? I don't think the answer is to, to trade now to fix next, fix next week unless you're dealing with the problems like you've got bombs. But have a look at what you want to upgrade and want to downgrade next week. Because the whole time when I'm buy planning, I don't know how you do it, but I'm looking at rounds. And we spoke about it last week with Brody Smith. So... I'm not touching Brody Smith anytime soon. I didn't touch him last week when, you know, his, his break-even was probably questionable and he probably could have moved at peak price. You know, we, we take that little drop with it. But we come in, we're going to come into the buy round three. Brody Smith's entering his buy. For me, I don't have Shannon Hearn. Shannon Hearn's coming off his buy. That's the most logical time to upgrade. I've bookmarked players now. I did have Monday. Monday was one of my targets after what I seen last week. I'm going to let that cash probably drop down a little bit, see how he goes. Um... But we are talking about it off air. Ryan, so Luke Ryan, not Liam Ryan Bonts. Um, <laughs> I got McRae. I mean, you could name names like what? Bont. For anyone looking, there's probably what no one from St. Kilda. Who else is on buys? Who else we got? Um, um, we got, gee, that's a very good question. We probably so should they're, have they're kind of, I think this is a shit buy round anyway. But you got, you know, you've got those players there. So so bookmark them. And then Sicily. Next, yeah. Maybe oh, there's oh, Hawks on the buys. Oh, yeah, yeah Hawks have got the buy. Essendon, maybe Merritt. <laughs> so, and then coming out of that week into the next week, have a look who's in the middle buy. And look through their teams and bookmark the players you want. For me, a turn. And uh, it's funny because the whole lead up to the buy rounds, the one player that I've said... Mate, out of that buy, I'll move heaven and earth to get is Shannon Hearn. Mm, mm. I almost said Ahern then, Shannon Hearn. His price could be whatever it is, but you've got to bookmark it that way because all of a sudden, by planning for almost the next two buy rounds, that 17 becomes 19-20, and the week after, that 20 or 19 or 18 is lifted by one or two as well. So just target the buy rounds. I held on to Walsh. I was almost an advocate probably a month and a half ago to cash out when he was at his max value. I've had it Walsh for the last couple of weeks. Sat around his price and he's been all right. The 60, what did he score on the weekend? 67? Was it a little bit higher than that? Well, I don't know what he scored, Corey, so I stopped paying attention to him after I got rid of him. Well, that's a bit harsh. No, nah, well, he'd he done his job for me. Now all he's got to do is just win the rise and start for me. But how's his position... That, how's that going for the mentality? You might, do you want need to take a breather? You well, haven't spoken about that, so it's obviously something that you've kept deep inside. I, I just think, Corey, maybe if I speak about it a little less, I'll just let him go about his business, Corey. And when he wins the rise and start, I'll chirp up because I'll be significantly in the green zone after pretty much the life savings I'd put on him at the start of the year. Hashtag don't tell the missus, Corey. Um, and we'll just let we'll just let it sort of play itself out. Smart man. But yeah, that's where I was going with the buy round story. It's don't overthink these. Like don't be going and trying to make plans now to fix round what's the last buy round? Fourteen? What, what round are we? Yeah, 12, yeah, 12, 13, 14. So don't be going and planning for that kind of shit. It'll come to you. Look at the players. Bookmark the players. That's who you target. Almost as simple as that. For me, anyway. You approach it Ch any differently? 
Shannon Hearn does have a break even 161. So, look, I'm, with the way my team's kind of positioned, I haven't done any by planning, to be honest, Corey. I have not looked at it one bit. All I know is when I had a, when I signed on this week, I saw I had about 23 players playing this week and thought, gee, that's skewed a little bit. Then I've got about 13 in week two, and I've got a you know around 20 in the third round. So the way I'm looking at it, Corey, is um, I'm heavy on rounds uh, first ball and third ball. So hopefully that'll be enough to get me two wins there. And, um, yeah, I'll just, I'll just upgrade as I kind of feel the upgrades uh, are sort of necessary, uh, you know, playing the break-evens, trying to save as much coin as possible. So a little bit different with someone like Hearn with the break-even of 161. Um, if he doesn't produce much this weekend, he goes into his buy and he comes out of his buy with a really high break-even. I'd probably even wait a little bit then. So that might be a maybe a little bit of food for thought for Potty in, the, in a few weeks. But, um. Yeah, look, I just want to continue to upgrade my team. So that way, coming out of all three buys, I've pretty much got a full, what I would consider, primo, inverted commas, team. Mm. The Shannon Hearn one's interesting. How's, how is it obvious? You, did you watch the game? No, you were out, nah. on, out on the pitch. Yep. I, I was wondering why the phone was a little bit quiet in the last corner quarter, especially for you being a Shannon Hearn <laughs> owner. I'm, I'm not a Shannon Hearn owner, no. I thought you had bring in Hearn. Mate, I just spent the last two minutes talking about wanting to trade him I in. I thought you were just talking about me bringing him in. Oh, no. No, no, no. I didn't bring in Shannon. I don't know where you pulled that one Man, from. I, I swear to God, a couple of weeks ago, I thought you brought in Hearn. No. I, I think I said I, I rate Hearn as the second best defender behind Whitfield. No, I, thought but that, that, brought, I thought you brought him in the week after. But no, okay, no, yeah. no, no, no. I haven't, haven't, still haven't, you know, I haven't made one upgrade <laughs> to my defense the entire year, Corey. It's really? ridiculous. Yeah, not not one up. I'm still running Lloyd Whitfield and Brody Smith. I've had Mar- Marty Hall and Darcy Moore just doing jobs for me at the moment, and Scrimshaw and Clark's been okay, and Ainsworth. So I've been happy enough with those rookies. You know, the Marty Hall news has kind of really slid under the door, hasn't it? Like, there's just been nothing. I expect him just to come straight back in. Yeah. Well, what was it, calf? Well, yeah, and, and I don't know if you've seen the pictures during the week, but um, yeah. they were sort of taking the piss with him and Shin. Yeah, yeah, so um, obviously a little more significant than we thought, but, I mean, surely, Corey, just uh, comes straight back in. And, look, if he doesn't, um, I don't think that's too bad because, well, not for me anyway. Like I said, I've got 23 players playing this week, so I can afford him to miss, has his buy, and then, look, I can't wait for him to come back in round 14 for me. Yeah, you'd prefer him to be... Back at full strength rather than you know half mm. pace, and because he's been a, he's been an absolute asset on the year, and this is from a non Marty Hall owner. I think he's the number two intercept possession winner across the AFL uh, for defensive kind of position. Yeah, how how good was that kind of regeneration of cash on the weekend from a couple of them as well, like uh, Clark and Ainsworth, just rewarding yep. those who stuck fat with him too. So that's been um, pretty handy. We speak about waves. Well, I do anyway. You know, they they sort of come in and they sort of hit their peak, and that's sort of the top of the first wave. And the wave will go down a little bit. They might steady a bit, and the next wave will come. They just need um, another big score, like Dersma. You know what I mean? Like we were more than happy to trade him a month ago. Um, we thought, you know, he's at a really good price. We can get rid of him now. He's probably maxed out. And he comes out, bang bang, he scores a ton, and then a ninety odd. Nick Min, you're selling him, you know, even close to 420k. I would have thought in a few weeks he's uh, absolutely rocketing there. So, and I mean, these are the waves. The, the reason why I've held Setterfield the entire time is that I feel like 
um, his wave, although there have been very small waves, I do have to say, Corey, he's about to come up to his next wave. I was impressed with what he produced in the weekend, even though he only scored a 64, but I'm confident he'll get to 300,000 one day. Yeah, it's kind of like Noel Balter, you know, he, he was kind of like very stagnant and then the little waves and then he put a tidal wave on the city. And then on the weekend, I think he was sick or something because he was a little bit down. And now I'm I'm feeling this week a tsunami bombs. So, Corey, I'm trying my best to remain level-headed, calm, and just in control. Is this because you don't and, have him? And the more you mention his name, Corey, it just gets me a little agitated. <sighs> All right. Well, we might move that on then, Bonds. I didn't know. I honestly, I didn't know you felt that way. Triggered, Corey. Hashtag triggered. Okay. All right. Beautiful. Vice captain option on Friday night too for those who have him. I think we'll talk about that later in the pod anyway when we get to VC and Key and VC and Key. Very interesting. More, no, honestly, one more and <laughs> give the mic being one more time, Corey. No, no, I'm I'm fair income this week, Corey. Right, one more time. He who shall not be named. I've been going on a bit of a Harry Potter uh, spree on the moment too. So, uh, who am I? Let's go for it, mate. Beautiful. I really hope you don't get this one. Yeah. Okay, seven out of my nine scores have been ninety plus. Yep. Five of them being a hundred plus. Sure. I play for a bottom ten side. A bottom ten side. Fair court. I don't. I've got to get the ladder out now. When I say you're ready for who am I, the ladder should be the first thing that's... The ladder should be... Sorry, hold on. Nine games, five out of the nine were tons. All right. Um, I'm sub 500k. Yeah. You got a position? Hang on. I need the position first because it starts to narrow my thoughts. No, because then all you got to do is press a button and you know who the player is. Too broad. My super coach position is not my real position. Super coach position is not my real... Okay. Yep. Sure. I'm a forward. You're a forward. Okay, so you're a midfielder. No, I yeah. am a forward. In oh. supercoach. In supercoach. No. So I'm a forward in supercoach. I'm now. top six in my position for average. Caleb Daniel? Not Caleb Daniel, but good guess, and that's where who I knew you would guess. Sort ah. my averages and have another look. No, no, no. I, I promise you, Corey, I, I don't... I, I, sort, I sort of don't do it there. Who would be a top six forward in the, in the bottom teams here? Um, Gold Coast, Carlton, nor no, it's not. No, it wouldn't be Zebel, not Billens, Gresham. Actually, would it be Gresham? Gresham? Mm, no, it might not be Gresham, but you're a little bit warmer. I'm a little bit warmer. It's not Billings, Corey. No, no, no. But you're getting a little bit warmer as well. So I'm getting towards the right sort of style of player. Yeah, you well, not the player. You've got the team correct. I've got the team correct. Yeah. It's not Gresham and Billings. They're top in their position. Yeah, nah. I'm, you know. Nah, Corey, you've absolutely stumped me here. Who is it? Uh, maybe just think a little bit harder, Bumps. When the ball's thrown up in the air, I normally tap it out. Corey! <laughs> no, no, no. I intentionally did not think about him, Corey, because he's... Oh, hold on a minute. I've just got to take a breath. Hold on. <sighs> Name three things around the room, Bombs. Name three things around. Sorry, Corey, I just got to center myself here because I can just feel the anger building. Hold on. Three things around the room. Court. Nah, Corey. Can we skip this? Because I can just feel the rage building. <laughs> we are not talking about Rowan Marshall. He's Bombs. He's a top six forward right now. Hey, Corey. 
I got some news for you. <laughs> Tell someone who gives a fly an F. Seven of his nine scores 90 plus. If I read Travis Bokes doing that, you're probably getting excited. When are you going to start giving Rowan Marshall some credit, Bombs? Um, this week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I didn't hear from you, Corey, honestly, between rounds five to ten because he only turned up the one time. <laughs> and I thought, well, all is settled within the community, Corey. And now you've just brought this back to light. I, t- I, I, I cannot possibly do it. Now, we know how good Ruckman are. Ruckman have got really good scoring potential in the game, don't they? Yep. But I will remain steadfast. <laughs> As I was probably at the end of round four when I said, look, if you want to do it, then you know what? Go do it to your team. I personally won't do it. And I'll be stubborn on this the entire year. But if you want to do it, you do it. I'm just I can't endorse it though, Corey. Have a look at the log jam, though, seriously, because he's one week away from probably being out of the top six forwards. David Mundy, who I think was second or third last week, is now ninth in average. Yeah. So, between Bo Kelly, Dangerfield, Dunkley, Daniel, Rowan Marshall, Jeremy Cameron, Michael Walters, David Mundy, and Tom Hawkins, the, the, Tom Hawkins is 10th on 97.8, and Caleb Daniel is 5th on 101.3. And, and that, that shocks me, actually, Tom Hawkins even averaging that high. But, surely, Corey, surely there are six better forwards than Rowan Marshall. I don't think he finishes in the top six at the end of the year. He's been very good. So anyone who picked him, I honestly want to say clap, clap, because I, I think I think you may have got it right. But hang on, from when they picked him... No, he would have done stuff all yeah, court. Yeah, so that's true. But look, he's doing all right. Can he keep going? Can he finish the season as a top six forward? Well, Corey, I mean, there's no reason to say... I mean, he's done the first half of the year as a... <laughs> Right, there's no reason why he can't maintain what he's done. However, if you think I'm banking my season on Rowan Marshall, Corey, well, you don't know me all that well, I would have thought, because there's no chance, absolutely no chance, of this guy coming into my team. Uh, the four must own forwards right now Boat, Kelly, Dangerfield, Dunkley. Um, yeah, yeah. Where do, you put, I can't, where do you put Mundy in that group? Well, I've always kind of had Mundy kind of sitting on the outside, haven't I? But the, the thing that I like the absolute most about um, uh, kind of – sorry, not the most, sorry. Caleb Daniels, the one I like the most probably of the, the ones you didn't mention there. And only because, you know, I spoke last week about his run at Eddie had, his form at Eddie had. He pumped out a really good score again over the weekend, right for the pick and after his buy, I think. I think Caleb Daniel makes a lot of sense to me. At 484, it's a great price because, like I said, mine was bookmarked Monday, but I can't no. even look at that, especially after the roll change on the weekend. And you have Just, to switch. And you know what? He got bumped in the nose, didn't he? Wasn't he bleeding from the nose for a period of time yeah, as well? So, yeah, so look, maybe a little bit of that um, was contributing to it. But I mean, you look at Caleb Daniel and you just think. Gee, seriously, if you're not now considering this, then you really need to have a cold hard look at yourself. He's only had two scores below 93, and they've both been mid to high 70s, Corey. Um, He just kind of gets the job done every week. I know he's only scored his second 120 for the year, so his ceiling is not evident. But what you do is you you just bank consistent points week after week after week. And look, like I said earlier, his form at Marvel, uh, not earlier, but last week, his form at Marvel, insane. 
104, 96, 100, 113, and 106 are his games at Marvel. And following his bye, he only played... Gee, look at this. Marvel, Marvel, Adelaide Oval, Marvel, 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 Gabba, Marvel, right up until round 21. I mean, for me, that's something you just don't want to miss. Mm, it's crazy. And it's evident that they're giving him the ball. Watching that game the other day, it was like every chain out of the back, it's like turn and find Daniel. Um, yeah. I've seen someone, there was someone that was like, they were dead set running out of back, out of the defensive 50. Um and instead of just kicking it themselves, they're wide open and they've turned and handballed to Daniel. They want the ball in his hands. He's a great kick. He's a great field kick, Caleb Daniel. And I think we're blessed to have him on the first ball. We're blessed that he's only sitting at 480k. And I know that Petrocelli to Caleb Daniels, certainly one of the moves I'll be contemplating, uh, you know, come next week as, as well as, yeah, probably getting in a defender. But, hmm. So... One more play before we go into the questions, and I want you to go into a little bit of detail with this guy. We spoke about him briefly last last week, Robbie Gray. Give me the pros, give me the cons, give me where you think he is as a midfielder right now, or is it just smokes and mirrors going to be back as a forward in a second? At some point, and well, I think we've lost Corey. That's probably why he's told me to talk. Now... You would have heard last week that I was all, you know, had that guy that wrote in for Robbie Gray and Corey absolutely hated it. No, don't worry about Corey. Corey got no idea what's going on. He came at the 122. He's playing pure mid at the moment. The concern will be Wines comes back into the team. They get a few of their other midfielders. Rocky comes back, et cetera, et cetera. They all come back. Where does that leave Robbie Gray? Yeah, it does probably push him out. So if you're going to ride Robbie Gray, you, you really have to ride him from now as he's playing in the midfield because when he comes out of the midfield, his scores aren't going to be too good to look at. I mean, you just have to look at this season, right? I mean, you've seen the 45 and the 54 he's kind of put out there. Um, but you know what? 89-122 in the last fortnight, back in the midfield. You know this is what he's capable of. You know this is what he's going to produce kind of consistently. Four out of his next five off the bye as well at Adelaide Oval. Um, I'm all for. I'm actually all for it. I, I really don't see a problem with it. You know, worst case scenario, he becomes you know your F seven that you're kind of loopholing in the back end of the year at some point. Um, he's got the forward mid status as well, so he can become that swing man to kind of cover an injury or something like that. 400k. <laughs> Honestly, I just don't see how it's a negative. And it was funny because last week I was the one that was really pedantic and really worried about that position. And then he's gone and played in the guts again in Shanghai. I spent, you know, quite quite a large number of minutes in there. Um, didn't set the world on fire. Obviously, we had Travis Boak do that, but I don't. And, and I, I said, told you. I'll, I'll, I said I'll change my tune in four weeks, and I'm, I'm not changing my tune now. It's very, very risky. But at that price, I just wanted to have that kind of discussion about that F7. Like he's better than fielding Young or Petrucelli or any of those players. Oh yeah. Um, and the small price you pay to get up to him. Um, you're paying you know, nothing. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're paying nothing. Yeah. Oh, it's a bargain. He does have the buy this week, though. So it's yeah. he does have a buy, which is good, Corey. It's good. Hundred percent. I just wanted to talk about more about his Shanghai game because I know he gets it next week, and I'll completely forget about him. Mm. Um, let's go back to the questions. I'll stop talking about players because I know we're going to get a sh- ton of players pop up here. So we'll keep going. Isaac Place, 
Big fan of uh, of the elites. Uh, big fan of Isaac. So thanks for tuning in. Thoughts on my team? Ranked eighteen oh nine at the moment. So one thousand eight hundred ninth, and scored two two four four. What would you recommend doing for my side? Have one hundred and seventeen k in the bank. Bumps. I probably should have told you. Open up the. Already open, mate. Ah, good man. So let's have a look. I don't think he doesn't really need to do anything this week, Corey, because you've got 21 players already playing. Um, so unless he kind of wants to move on a player like Bailey Scott, but you know you can kind of do that next week. One seventeen k in the bank, so is yeah. So I think with one seventeen k in the bank, he can afford not to do a trade this week because you know he might be able to make one downgrade next week and then. Um, and then, yeah, kind of just move and potentially get two little upgrades going next week. So, yeah, I'm not moving um, this week. I love the fact that he's got Hearn and Stewart in his team and he's rocking Brody Smith at um, defender number five. He's, he's done well to sort out that situation, I would have thought. Um, we didn't talk about it before. Whitfield rumours, and that's, I think, all we're dealing with at the moment, that he could be injured. Um, tweets were posted and deleted pretty quickly. If he's injured and... I know that we're on very different views about this. What's what's your plan if he's injured? Oh, hold. I mean, if what was reported turns out to be true and it's about a one-month injury, I'll hold. And the reason for that being is over the several weeks of buys that are happening, well, he was going to miss a game anyway, I'm fielding more than 20 players in two out of three of those buys anyway, so the way I see it is, if he misses that fourth week, I'm really only taking a hit on one of the weeks. Um, and I'm not playing for overall, Corey. I'm playing for league. I'm sitting in the top eight. I'm pretty comfortable with where I'm at. Um, and, yeah, so, I mean, I wouldn't trade a one-week injury. And I don't think trading him is going to give me any more wins um, than, than they would, yeah, losses kind of thing um, over these next three buy rounds. So for me, he stays. If rumours are true, I'll tell you why I think this is crazy, and I will be trading, is because um, the better player you get on field for the two weeks he doesn't play significantly outweighs not having him. The biggest worry that I would have is GWS are in a very, very, very good position. We know they are more than happy to put uh, their Rolls-Royce in the garage, as they showed with Kelly last year, and they will take no risk on a Lockie Whitfield. I think four, if it is a serious four with a shoulder, for any other team, maybe four and back in. For a player like Lockie Whitfield, I think is extended to at least five or six. I think they, if are... they keep winning games, and it is a four-week injury as projected at the start, he'll he'll miss a little bit more than four. And, and that's the thing. I mean, I can only go based on the information we're given. So, look, hopefully, I mean, Cameron said at the end of the presser, and this just might be complete bullshit, because he said during his presser post-game that Lockie Whitfield was ready to come back onto the field, yeah. that they had that, you know, they were saying to him, no, let's just not risk any further damage. You stay where you are. So um, I'm more inclined to believe um, Leon Cameron, as weird as that's, it is to kind of say, than to believe um, some Muppet who's potentially just made up a absolute porky and sent the world in, the super coach world into a little bit of chaos. It's funny too, because that Muppet is a credited um, journo. We won't go into names, but... <laughs> There's no such thing. Credited journo do not belong in the, the same... They don't belong in the same sentence. 
the same way that Divi 1 and Flemington RC don't belong in the same sentence, Credited and Journo don't belong together. That's a lot of nasty wax on your way out of there. So that's not very nice. Move on. Uh, Isaac, I don't think you should be trading. And I just wanted to touch on the Lockie Whitfield fact. It's a Monday night. Very, very late um, mm. for you, Bombs. Not very late for me. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, what can you say? If he's out, you need yeah. to figure out a plan. If he's in, you figure out a plan. We'll probably have a live podcast back this Friday. Um, Zito was a little bit lazy last week. So, piss poor form from him. Um that's an easy whack as well, but we'll move on from there. Hey, apparently, just before we keep going, I think you play Brett in two weeks. Do I? Yeah. Well, Corey, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I don't look at my future future fixtures. Mm. I think we might get a, for a pod. Is it a buy round? <laughs> uh, and cheers to Lockie Fox, Web Express, a couple of the others for getting on again this week and answering questions. I absolutely love it. If you haven't checked out everyone, everyone's post at the moment, definitely get on and... Um, yeah, help out the Supercoach community with your your input. All right, Mate, I'm, yeah? I'm nowhere near playing Brett. What do you want about? He said he plays you into... Oh, oh, as if I'd believe anything that comes out of Brett's mouth anyway. Yeah. Um, Boss, have you got a glass of water or something you can just quickly have a sip of? I do have a bottle of water next to me, yes. I think you just take a quick sip, have a quick deep breath, because the next question might blow you away. <sighs> Old mate, Jazzer89 is back from last week. Hey, for, hey, fellas, absolutely enjoyed the serve I got from Bombs, especially for having Toehill and Carter. Oh, fair. <laughs> this guy's back again, Corey. <laughs> and Brown from GWS on my bench. was hoping you lads could help me with some oh, suggestions. Jesus. I bleep, desperately need to get it. Cali from GWS in his team this week. So he's, oh, shit. He's crazy looking at Jack Nunes, Gary Rowan, and Parker out. Josh Cali and forward, forward in. What do you think I should do with the forward targets in this trade? Not meaning to be picky, but I need to go for players that are included in the round 14 by Crows, Rouge, Suns, Giants, Tigers, and Blues. Jesus Christ, I think you should get on the selection panel and get people named. Massive yeah. shout-out to Two in the Lipinski, who highly recommend the pod to him as well. Two in the Lipinski has been a big fan of us for a long time, so, yeah, cheers to you, mate. Um, oh, I'll tell you what though, Mister Two in the Lipinski. If you're gonna ring, if you're gonna recommend absolute tosses that bring in players like Toehill, and probably <laughs> leave the god, leave just listening to the podcast and take all your bloody mates with you. My goodness, Corey! Look at this bloke. <laughs> he wants to trade Gary Rowan and Parker, so he wants two rookie Fords from the Crows, Brews, Suns, Giants, Tigers, or Blues. Well, guess what? There's none available, you peanut. So maybe pick another 102k dickhead bloody Ford mid or Ford defender, whatever the hell he is, like Toriel, and there might be half a chance. Fair <laughs> income, Corey. Not uh, to be picky. <laughs> yeah, I think well, the only forward we got really at the moment is Gardner, isn't it? Well, sorry, Corey, but Bulldogs weren't included in his list. <laughs> All right. Fair uh, Jazzy, you're up shit creek with that paddle, I think, here, mate. You you can't be too picky. You've Probably Parker's got to change. You can bring in Gardner and figure out something else or wait till Kelly's buys finish before you get him. That's what I'm doing, and I realise that I'm probably paying 700-plus for him, but hopefully he scores a shit score and I can get him then. All right, Benoit Noni's Dallin Gray. Hey, crew, love the banter this pod brings week to week. Also, great pieces of advice. You must listen to me for that one. I think <laughs> most will have a healthy round 12 or at least 18 playing on field. Is it silly to bring in Bewley and Laird in this week? 
Next week, I would look at one up, one down, up to five. My, I think that's been to say, main point is week 13. Oh, my pain point is week 13. Sorry, Benoit. Um, and other issue is no cash. Uh, I've got, might be a little bit different to you. I don't know where you sit in this, Corey, but I've got no issues with bringing in players. If you are well equipped for this week, right, you've got 20, 21 players. I've got no issues with culling that back to, say, 19 and doing an upgrade so your team's significantly better next week, particularly if you're an overall player. Um, I've got absolutely no issue with that. If you can kind of even that out a little bit, but in saying that, when you're doing the evening out, you want to make sure you're continually upgrading your team and you're not doing these little sideways trades or doing things that are going to make your team really bad kind of come like round 15 when we exit the buys. So, yeah, for me, it's, it's, it's a non-issue. I think the only way you do that, though, is if you're in a really shit spot next week. Or the yeah. Week after. Like, because if you if you go from, you know, 20 down to 18 and your opponent's still fielding 20, I mean, I think basic, basic math says that you're probably going to lose that. 2 plus 2 is 4 minus 1. That's free quick maths. Sorry, that's all, that's all that went through my head when you said quick maths. Sorry, mate. Very good. Um, yep, yeah, go on. Christopher Smallman5. Hey, guys, <laughs> all Blues people should put your green shoots out for bolts. <laughs> get, them on the, get them on the doorstep. I like that. That's good. Can you please choose your top three out of Gaff, Merritt, Yo, Trelaw, and Duncan? Also, all right, we'll go with that before I move on. Gaff, uh, Merritt, oh. Yo, Trelaw, Duncan. Uh, Gaff, Merritt, I think one, two, bang, bang, and probably Duncan next, which is a bit stiff to Duncan, I would have thought, because he's been awesome. And Trelaw's actually... See, Trelaw's like the one that you look at all those names and you think, yeah, he's the one that can average the most. But, you know, when I, fl- when I flirted with um, Trelaw all those weeks ago, Corey, what was it, round eight, I think I brought him up. Um, he's, geez, had numbers, but his disposal, you, you said it, you go, are you worried about his disposal efficiency? And I said, yeah, well, not really to this point, but you know what, I've had to change my tune on that. I mean, his disposal efficiency just... If I picked him at that point, I'd be so triggered right now, honestly. Yeah, he's, um, he cannot kick a football. He's got the highest potential out of all of them, Corey, but he's just I just can't I can't pick him out of those ones there. So, yeah, like I said, for me, Gaff, Merritt, Duncan, maybe even Duncan ahead of Merritt. Yeah, well, Gaff, Gaff just accumulates as well. Gaff, I actually think Gaff is so underrated, and it's really funny too because I think we give him a lot of love here. We might give him a little bit more love than he deserves. But the thing is, he just accumulates ball weekly. I just think he's one of those real consistent ones that you can almost have rounding out your midfield that's going to get it. Right now, though, number one for me is Duncan, Mitch Duncan, because besides Cali, he's the only almost full-time mid-forge along. And he is as consistent as they come right there. Merritt, I think, has a real ability to get tagged out of a game. You asked me this two weeks ago. I'm probably going Gaff, Merritt, Duncan. But right now, I think I'm going... Oh, I think I might be going... No, nah, I'm still going Gaff. I'm going Gaff, Duncan, Merritt in that order. The other two don't phase me at all. I'm a Pies man. There is zero, zero chance I would even look at Trelaw as an upgrade going forward because he cannot kick the ball. And he's probably, out of all of them, he's probably most likely to go 160-160 back-to-back. Can't trust that. And, you know, not even interested. Also, is Buddy worth a cheeky look at after his buy to try and climb some ranks? No chance. You want to climb some ranks, you select Robbie Gray. You don't select Buddy. I think that, um, yeah, this might be a a veteran supercoach, uh, supercoach or a vol that's just trying to climb onto the pass because... 
as far as Supercoach goes, I think Buddy's almost dead in the water and probably a good option for those weeks that you need someone to kick 10 in the draft against Carlton. Mm. Um, He's top scored of 80 this year, Buddy. You can't select that. Are you serious? Yeah, top score of 80. filth. Uh, Cheers for a great pod week in, week out. Bumps, please don't... Please stop getting upset over shit questions. That's... uh, Chris, that's not going to happen. Who's this? Is his name Chris? I'll tell you what, if his name wasn't Chris, he'd be getting a serving right now. (laughs) There's nothing better than Bumps cooking the Lala weekly. Uh, (laughs) This is a great name. This this guy could be first time out here. Shuey do. Shuey do. My goodness, Corey hasn't he got anything else better to do with his time than think about a name like that. Hey lads, first time, long time. Here, there you go. Well, I love love this. Lord Shuey. Whether he keeps his spot or not, is it worth downgrading Riley O'Brien this round or a cheat Rockman? E.g., Sweet slash Bonds. Reason I ask, it will allow me to use next week's three trades to do one downgrade, probably. Bewley, and then do a double upgrade. Two premiers coming off their buy. Also, any trade advice, welcome on my side as well. See below. Cheers, guys. Keep up the awesome work. This is why I waited for this question. Riley O'Brien bombs this week. I would not be surprised if he was dropped and big source back in, especially after the display he put on last week, which is going to put a bit of a spanner in our buy plans, but we need to think about this shit. So, if he's named, you do not trade, Corey. Correct. If he's out, does he go? If he's out, oh, gee, I'd almost want to hold it for one week because you know, Jacob's going in with another injury. But if it means a double upgrade next week, is it worth losing it this week and then grabbing Bewley next week? Or would you go early on Bewley and then if he's, hold Rob? If he's trading Will Hayes to Bewley, I'd prefer to go early on Bewley and hold Rob. But if he's trading one of those other midfielders there, your Stocker, you know, your Walsh, Libba, whoever it might be, then I then I would okay. suggest against that. Rob's being good. Like honestly, does he deserve to be cut after one shit week? And I don't want to shit. Like his game wasn't no. too bad. It, it's probably more the fact that he Jacob scored Max. a two twenty in the twos. Yeah, he and he played on Max Gorn. Like I don't reckon Source would have done anything on Max Gorn. I wouldn't have thought so either. I don't think anyone does chance, really anything. Any Source and Rob playing the same team. <sighs> what do they do with Jenkins? That that would be the thing. I mean, if Jenkins goes out, then there might be a sniff. But gee, I don't know if you can. I don't know if you want to play Rob and Jacobs in the same team. That's pretty ugly. Who are they playing this week? Ah, uh, wouldn't even know, Corey. Honestly, I pay absolutely no attention to fixtures or anything like that. GWS. Yeah, Mummy gives away about 97 free kicks a game these days anyway, so, um, Could be handy. you know. The next yeah. question is, if you all right, if we are going Rob down this week, are you going to a 102? Are you going to a Darcy Fort who's a chance? No. Nah. Are you 102 going to guarantee. Archie Smith who's played a game? No. Nah. What's well, Archie Smith would be pretty pricey, wouldn't he? 171. No, nah, I'm not touching that. Are you kidding me? Um, no, no, no. All, uh... I'm just, there's people out there that think these things, mate. I've just got to put them on the table. Corey, I've got to shoot them down so they know how bloody stupid it is, all right? Fair enough. Now, you're certainly 102K. Don't bother. You're not going to use that bench position. Seriously, if you got Gorn and Grundy, if one of them went down for a period of time and they miss a week here or there, then you know what? Your opponent's going to be the same situation. They're not going to sideways trade. Just get your 102K player back in the team and uh, pocket as much cash as possible. 
how good is it going to be when this season ends and Grundy's gone back to back? I'm I'm holding optimism, Corey, that that doesn't happen. Is Gorn's only two points a game behind him? Is Gorn now become the number one captain target? Is is it back to last year? Is it Gorn and Grundy weekly? Corey, I think week? when you got players sort of floating around like Lockie Neal, Josh Kelly. Dangerfield. When you got these types floating around, it's never ever um, as simple as that. I, I think. would love to see what Gorn and Grundy's combined worst weekly score is, besides round one. You mean together. on the same? On yeah. The okay. Same so week. together. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, well, probably need a bit more notice with that sort of question. Yeah, because I reckon taking round one out, you're probably looking at. So should we just do this right now? Well, yeah, round one, they combined for 168. I'll get Grundy up, you get Gorn up. Corey, round one, they combined for 168. No, 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 I'm talking about the the, the single highest score of the two in each round. So round one's obviously out, yeah? Oh, you're trying to, do you mean who beat who each week? If you were to captain and vice-captain these two each week, Mm -hmm. what would be looking at? So round two, you had Grundy 137. Uh, Gorn 116. Yeah, so 137. Round three, one three, one three two. Take Grundy. Round four, one sixty. You take Grundy. Round five, hundred. One. You take Gorn, one twenty six. Yep, that's passable. Round six, one thirty four. One forty five, Gorn. Round seven, one oh eight. One twenty seven, Gorn. So one forty one. You take Grundy. One forty four. That's a tie. Wow, one sixty five. Gee, Gorn stiff not to win on a 149. And 124. And 158 from Gorn. So it was our worst score in there, 127? Something like that. That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. It's there. Simple. Easy. You don't even have to write an article ever, ever again. Except Corey, I'll, I'll tell you now, the people were filthy about that this week. But I'll tell you now. Got this afternoon. I absolutely love that. And I'll tell you, no, that came through last night. I opened it and just ignored it, uh, thinking that no one else would have a look at it. If they're going to suck, Corey, about a captain option scoring 124, then there's no point writing anything. Because if you're not taking 124 as a VC, then just quit now. Yeah, I agree. I took it. I didn't, actually. I took Max Gorn, so I just... (laughs) (laughs) Well, in fairness, I was trying to win my league game. I saw my opponent went Max Gorn. I thought, no, no, no. I'm confident I can beat him if I just match the captain here, and that's what I did, and it turned out to be 34 points to my benefit. Ah, nice. And Robin33, enjoying the podcast very much, currently sitting just outside top 3,000. After a couple of big weeks, would you just focus on this, this... week's trades or could you see benefit of trading in next week's premiums to get a leg up on the competition cheers Mark yeah, the first like- thing you got to look out here Mark is are you playing for overall or are you playing for league so what have we got have we got 6 down back well, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 oh my god he's still running top sheet uh, 7 in the mids Grun Grundy yeah what's that 13, 15 19 this week um I think you take this week for what it is and you look at some upgrades. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. I don't think this guy's playing for overall because it's no offence, mate, but I couldn't see it being too high with a couple of pedestrians that are still sitting around. you got to look at starting to upgrade soon, buddy, um, especially in that midfield. Because yeah, right now gonna... the only midfielders he's got is Cali, Cripps, McRae and Canelio. Mm. I mean, Sheed, Libba, Walsh, probably pedestrians. 
Sydney Stark 107, not too bad. He's got a awesome, no? When Baker, sit, when Baker is sitting at forward six, you're going all right in the forwards. Oh, that's gross. Mm. And he's a cockhead. Yeah. I can't. Well, honestly, Corey, you thought I was angry about Matt Crouch. Then I'll tell you what, Isaac, he doesn't know what's about to hit him. I reckon in a few weeks, he's just going to get torn one. All right. You ready here, Bombs? Yep. The Web Express, who I must say thank you for getting on everything again. Nah, good he on was me. in Malta last week. G'day, lads. Where's he now? Yes, Bangladesh. from Greece this week. Oh, I was in Greece. Thought maybe he would have gone down to Bangladesh after they had their you know, all-inspiring <laughs> win in the World Cup the other night. It's delayed the European holiday to go to Bangladesh. <laughs> uh, I have 18 pending Matt Crouch is back and rookie selection is con. Well, 18 in the first bite. That's a little bit different. Uh, only trades I'll consider is Rob down if he isn't named and Scrinshaw down to Hinge if named. I don't... I, I didn't even check how Hinge went in the twos. Um, barely even checked the Magoos this week. That's pretty piss for me. Which would leave me a Warchester maybe 650k to unleash over the buys. Are those viable trades or do you have any other suggestions? This guy's got Eddie, Begley. <laughs> six, uh, second team in a row, I think, that's got Begley, Corey. Um, 650k to unleash over the buys, man. You could do some serious stuff. Imagine 650k in your bank. That's Four upgrades, I reckon. That's Crouch to a premium. That's Darcy Moore to a premium. That's Hoare to a premium. That is Baker to a premium. And gee, you could probably squeeze one more out of that too. That would be awesome, wouldn't I love it? Love it, and especially because he's got Scrimshaw. So the other trade that you Scrimshaw to a premium too. Oh, you could even go Scrimshaw to Gardner this week. My God, Scrimshaw to Gardner. Oh my God, Corey. 650k, what I would do to have that sitting in my bank. My yeah, that'd goodness. be nice. I, I like that. And because you know the funny thing is normally, I've played this a little bit differently this year. I normally come out of the ball or come into the buys with a war chest. This year, due yeah. to upgrades, I haven't. So 650k coming to League 2. The Web Express, you could come out of these buy rounds with a very, very attractive team. Yeah. Uh, Matty JHT and hey fellas, feel like this week is a hold on trades. I like this. Game. Yeah. Only trade I'm considering is the one I planned for a few weeks with one trade only going from Brad Crouch to Crips. Do yeah. I do it they... now or hold for now? I have 18 trades left. Cheers, guys. Keep up the great work. When's the buy rounds though? When's yeah, Crips buy? Is it last? They, yeah, they both have the last buy, so they've got no issue with that. I probably what's Crips break even? Yeah, uh, now sitting right kind of like around 100. I mean, even though he's had a couple of bad scores, he's, he's bottomed out. 100%. Go for 119. it. 119. Sorry, 119 is his break even. Comes up against Lions this week. Who, Corey, I don't believe his, well, his high score against them ever is 118. Wow. Maybe you Lo- wait the week. Lowest score ever at 93. last week as well. Brad Crouch, 127. Yeah, I mean, do you wait a week or do you just kind of get the points? You know, if I'm picking one person to outscore the other, I'm saying Crips will outscore Crouch this week. week. Yeah, good point. Yeah, Crips, uh, Crouch did score, what did he kick? Three on the weekend, one being the game winner. So he was scaled a fair bit. It's actually so painful owning that bastard. That's it. Yeah. He had two disposals in the first quarter. Luckily, one was a goal for 18 points. Comes out, puts it on. Like, 127, not complaining about that. I'll take it every day of the week. But that's it. You look at his stats. This guy does some frustrating... Oh, he does some good shit just for frustrating points. Um, I think it's a family issue they've got there. They, I mean, the I moment... Reckon, I reckon, like, you know, their great-grandparents or something done something early days to piss off the owners of Champion Data. 
back in oh. the 1800s, and it's a freaking constant grudge. Um, I must say though, Maddie, Maddie, um, I'm holding, I'm holding trades this week too. So I'm looking at very minimal things, the Rob factor and shit like that. Um, if Haley's named, um, otherwise I'm not trading. Uh, Stephen M. Faulkner, 12. Um, hey, Corey, just thought I'd let you know that your arch enemy, Fixtergate, lost his Divi 1 match by forgetting to put an emergency on Clark and copping a donut when Hall was a lot, was laid out. Feel, feel free to give him some stick. Fixtergate. Did, Corey. Oh, the Fixtergate from last week. Ha, Corey. Ned, dick, Ned, oh, wait, that's not Ned. No, Fixtergate wasn't it last week, but allegedly yeah. lost his Divi 1 match. Don't know if that's true. No, Ned won this week, I know that. Uh, unless Stephen Faulkner is getting it confused. Unless he was... Oh, uh, no, I think I think he thinks that Stephen Faulkner... I think Stephen Faulkner thinks Fixtergate is the guy that Ned played. Ah, uh, I don't yeah. know. No, I, I can't I, even... I, who's I, Stephen Faulkner? Stephen I don't know what he is. Anyway, Fixtergate, who's a cockhead, by the way, only won last week because his stupid opponent didn't fix up the freaking correction. Actually, I'm surprised you didn't pick that up. I've seen him tonight, too. I should have given Fixtergate a bit of stick, actually. He won his game because his opponent forgot to put an emergency on. Emergency on who? Clark. And he had a whole donut. Jeez. Oh, the guy in one ran in with a donut. My God. I tell you what, this is the guy that knocked me out of the the, the semi final. Is the reason I'm not in Divi one this year too. So I'm not. Yeah. Happy. Anyway, move on. Hey boys, loving the pod. As this is my first year listening and third year super coaching. Welcome aboard. Who is this, by the way? Uh, Bevo. Oh, this could be. Oh, it's not Bev from the Bev Show, is it, Corey? No, I don't think it is. Ah, his, day, his team would be this. This big baby was up. Have you seen now? Just on a complete side, have you seen what he's ventured into? Oh, he started commenting games like on Facebook Live. This is a bloke yeah. that didn't even know Josh Dunk. He thought Josh Dunkley was going to go play defence this year. One of the more embarrassing moments of our long history here on the podcast. Oh, he'll be back on next year. Hey, what do you reckon the listeners would think of us getting together and commentating a game one night? Would you listen to that? Let us know. Yeah, let us know. Uh, but, the, like, the main thing that I don't like is, is, like, can you get some kind of, like, TV in the background, Bev, so there's a little bit of vision while you commentate? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to turn up. You can turn the commentary volume off. Just get something else on there. Um, hey, boys, loving the pod. This is my first year listening and third year super coaching. I'm actually really happy with my side and currently ranked 898. Good on you. Probably because it's his first year listening, I think. I may need some advice. I don't plan on making any trades this week. My main trades for next week will be... Oh, man. Myers, Atkins, Hawk. Jesus Christ, I'd love to still own all three of them. For Caleb, Daniel, Gardner, and Bewley. Following week, Dersma, Stack, and Baker. Man, this guy has absolutely nailed it. Dersma, Stack, and Baker for Her McRae, and Hinge. Thoughts? P.S. How big of a spud is Rob Young? <laughs> Keep it up. Good work, boys. Man, Robbie Young, he's a cockhead. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you don't complain when you're looking to do those sort of ins, do you? Shit, what a team. Myers, Atkins and Hall for Daniel Gardner and Bewley in the following week. Dersma, Stack and Baker for Hearn, McGray and Hinge. Well, I mean, I guess it just kind of happens, depends what happens with Hinge. I would say this, if Hinge is named this week, make sure you get him this week and don't get Gardner because Gardner can still play another game without price rising. But uh, I like the thoughts you've put in there. Man, I'm just going to look through this guy's team. Honestly, if he didn't 
screw up the year by going with a 102k in the midfield, a 102k up forward, and obviously trading Rotham in down back. Corey. He would have been a real sniff for a very, very high finish. Corey. You thought I had issues with Jazza and Torhill last week? Then the guy ranked 800 has Pottrell <laughs> and Butts. What's going on, Corey? What's oh, going on? This, look. How can you be so shit? We're losing to players with Butts on the bench and Pottrell. Oh, shit. Lost it, Corey. I've tried to contain it, but I've lost it. I think we've lost it. <laughs> Fair income, Corey. My goodness. Oh, mate, you know what? Great team, though. Great on-field team. He could have started a shit player like (laughs) Bolter, Corey. Bolter would have been better than a Cottrell or a Butt. I think back end of the year, mate, this is going to cost you a little bit. It could cost him 50k, Corey. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. Cottrell. Who the hell is Cottrell and Butts? Yeah, I actually question. Would you rather Cottrell or Toehill? I'd rather quit, Corey. <laughs> I'd rather quit and never see the light of day again. <laughs> oh, shit. My goodness. <laughs> Next, we've got B. Stanton, three votes. What a team name. Um, is it worth getting Garner this week to boost the kitty? Plan on getting Luke Ryan and Sicily next week for more and Dirty Whore. Uh, if Dirty Whore's back, I don't think you trade him. No, nah, you certainly don't. Hey, his break even would still be low. Yeah, 46. Dirty Whore. You, 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 you don't trade him. He's all, he'd be the, my last traded. Oh, actually, sorry. This guy's got no Belter. I'd be trading Hall's, any Dirty Whore before. I told you one more time, Corey. I'm just answering his I'm question, out. though. I can't help it if he's got the goat in his team. All right, that's a loophole. I'm back, guys. All right, no worries. <laughs> All right, beautiful. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be trading Hoy yet, but I like I like the idea of where you're going. And next week, I'd be looking at, you know, you could go Luke Ryan and a Sicily. Uh, well, you go to Luke Ryan or Sicily. I'd probably be looking at getting Bolter up before I'd be moving Hall. So Bolter up to that last forward spot. Kelly Dunkley, Dangerfield, Daniel Heaney. Oh, yeah, you'd be looking at, oh, what's that? What's Bokes break even, you know? Um, 100 odd. I think. I'd be looking at Bolter to Boke rather than and just grabbing one of Sicily and Heaney if you can. Um, moving Give on. Him 101. Pardon? 101 is his break even? Yeah, I'd be definitely going Boke and finishing that forward line. Imagine not having to pay any forward rookies in the field. That would just actually be Come Express. Yeah. Oh, hang on, just quietly. How good was Come Express's game on the weekend? I'll tell you now, he didn't get many touches, but what he did get was a lot of love from the folks down at Champion Data. Well, I'd give him a lot of love too if he could do those kind of things too. (laughs) And I'll tell you now, it's a shame we didn't produce those in his first two weeks because I would have thought it just would have been a company decision that we had to get him in. Um, Wouldn't have thought about it at all. Yeah. Negative Um, 17 break even, sitting at 200k now after a 30k price rise. Daniel Anderson, 15. Can I ask, can I make a suggestion to people? Can you write your comments before you post the photos? You make it hard. I've got to scroll down. Look at your name. Scroll down. Uh, hey, lads. My rank has dropped from 70th back out to 300th after injure carnage and, and a whore donut. <laughs> I hate it when those whores are giving you donuts. This week, till I manage a 2250. What should be looking... 
to do over the buys and maintain my rank. Backline is in shambles if none of if none of the lads get you. Okay. Corey, I can't. We've we've spoken about the incompetencies, Corey. Oh, you cannot have Zach Williams still sitting there. You should have got rid of him. Oh man. Oh, You're God. worried about Zach Williams? <laughs> the guy's got a bloke called Achamba! Have a look at the rock rookie. Actually, I'll rate this guy real highly. Slow. <laughs> now, Corey, we've had idiots with having the butt. They've had the schlong. And now they've got the Achamba! I swear to God, Supercoach is just taking a piss and trying to make some odds. I think idiots are trading in these donkeys <laughs> to piss me off! It's probably not even their team. They'll probably just send it in. I reckon they've just traded them in. Haven't clicked reverse trades. I just thought, yeah, now we'll get right up bombs here. <laughs> Ochenbach! Who the hell's Ochenbach? Oh, what do you do? I don't know what you do. If I was ranked 70th, there's no way I would have still held Zach Williams. But I suppose this guy's got no choice because he's only got 13 trades left. He's not going to win yet. I think you're in some trouble here, Daniel. But you got to trade hard. you got to trade hard, unfortunately, because of the spot you're in. Uh, what would I do? I probably wouldn't do much this week if you had 18, which I think you do. I'd yeah. probably wait more till next week. Yep, yeah, that agree with you. Yeah, Bonds get a little bit closer to that mic, by the way, mate. I think with all your rants, I think you might have sent the mic to the other side of the room. I think the mic's just covered in just absolute <laughs> spit, Corey, because it's been hard to contain it. I, I no, and I came. I was trying to be calm, Corey. You were, but the idiot credit for that. The idiots we had to deal with, Corey, my goodness. And I thought Noah Bolter was going to be the thing to set you off, so... Corey, and I, you know, I was doing my breathing techniques before, but then when the idiots, they started flowing in the questions, the breathing techniques just went out the door. What's annoying you more at the moment? The zero, the, the 102 zeros that the likes of Shlong and Butts and Tohil are putting out. It's almost named the anatomy, these guys. It's most of them picking off the anatomy team. Or if we were to get Brett back on this podcast. Corey, at least Brett has a shred or a resemblance of a brain. These idiots that are picking these players, my, my goodness, it's, it's amazing that they're able to breathe because their brains, right, they, they wouldn't be able to tell them to do something intelligent if they tried. Tell you Mike, what, <laughs> clap, clap to every single one of you that's ranked higher than we are. So. <laughs> hey, they, hey, they've got a couple of weeks to live this up. They'll fall. They're all right. They're always going to be people ranked above us. But whether they can back this in year in, year out, when you're picking these sort of donkey-type players, then you're just absolutely no chance. I'm sorry. Cooper J. Smith, three. What do we do with Brody Smith, Heaney, and Zach Williams? Uh, Whitfield possibly gone for a month. Oh. That's very rumours. Got 18 trades, five rookies still on field. Brody Smith, you wait till he's by. Yeah. Heaney, you try and eventually get him to F7. Zach Williams should have been gone about 17 weeks ago. Yep. Whitfield, I think you hold. And we spoke about Whitfield earlier. So oh, I think if Whitfield's out for a month, you piss him off. Don't listen to bombs. Um, you could actually go Whitfield to the Come Express, I think. Corey, <laughs> we should not preach stupidity. Uh, because sorry, I the, the people that ride in, they, they're breeding like rabbits, Corey. <laughs> Bad income. You put one stupid person with another, they have a kid. Obviously, their kid's going to be dumb, Corey. My goodness. 
I don't know if that's like scientifically proven either. No, uh, no Brody Leach, hi fellas. So I've made a bit of a uh oh and need some help fixing it. Last week, my plan was to go one up to get Josh Kelly. Although he went well, I need to trade him out, I think. I accidentally got. Oh, you are freaking joking me. I accidentally got Jay Kelly from Adelaide instead of GWS. Even though he scored 107, I don't think he's probably worth holding on to, is he? I'm thinking now to hold on to him until after his buys. Maybe let anyone consider Kelly know that there's another one so they don't make the same stuff up. Right, so yeah. every, everyone, before, he... before, we let, before we let Bombs talk, just so yeah. everyone knows, there's a Josh Kelly who plays for Adelaide. How do you not see the team? How do you not see the prize? How do you not see the team icon? This has to be a piss take. Corey, I thought stupid <laughs> and stupid bred stupid, but clearly stupid and stupid son met another stupid and stupid's daughter. They bred, and they had a complete moron, Corey, because that's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. My goodness. I don't, I don't look... You know, fair enough that these people started. How do you do... Jay Kelly's a defender. He's about 300000 cheaper than Josh. He's in a different position, plays for a different team. What a moron, Corey. How's he though? <laughs> Mind you, back-to-back 107s. Portnock, Corey. You actually hold this for a little bit. He's got a break even of negative 28. His price of oh, his price of flying okay. I thought he'd be cheaper than that. I have more faith in in society, Corey, than what's being presented me to me right now by this Brody leech. Because if this is not a stitch up, then he is a leech on society, and he should probably go suck something else as opposed to sucking at Supercoach because he's a moron, Corey. Oh no, that this has to be a piss take. There's there's actually no way you could do that. If this is not a piss take. Bombs, get back to the mic or clean the spit off it. If this is not a piss take, Corey, I'm, I'm done with the community. I'm done with the page. I'm just going to sit by myself, do my own team, and hopefully win 50K one day. Jack Jones, 17. Thoughts on Johannesson as a pod defender after his buy price at 467 has a three-round average of 101.4 and a five-round average of 100-point-something. Now, I think, I think, yeah, grab the probably the top four or five at the moment. You figure out the six later on, but Johannesson isn't featuring down there at the moment for me. No, he's not featuring for me either. The interesting thing is, though, 97 is his low score at Marvel, and we've spoken about how many games dogs play at Marvel in the back end here. You couldn't, you couldn't possibly do Johannesson. There's, there's got to be a lot. Like, I'm I'm all for picking, like, like, as many different players, but, like, from the dogs right now... Dunkley, McRae, Bont, Daniel. Yeah. Like How many can you have? Be too many. Yeah. yeah. Andrew Barnes. First year playing Supercoach. I think I was actually like joining Cash League as an easy kill, but now I find myself 9 and 0 on you, Andrew. Oh, How good on you. I now realize that I've burnt through a few too many trades and have made some rookie errors. Therefore, how you suggest I prepare my best, my team best, so I have a chance. When I get to finals, do I keep trading now or hold and pick off value premiums as they appear? 16 trades, 221k in my bank, and here's his team. No, nah, he's he's actually okay, Corey. You're 
saying? I don't understand what the hell you're worried about. And nine and zero, because think about it. You put Rockcliffe onto his field. You put Zach Williams onto his field. He's actually going okay. Yeah, I think just... what... Yeah. Sorry. You just keep... You, I don't think he needs to... You go. You go. I'll shut the... Up. Sorry, you did tell me to go, and then you just yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> I think what he's got to do is just yeah, keep doing what he's doing. I think that's kind of like where you're getting at. And because um, nine and zero, I don't think you need to make any outrageous moves. It doesn't matter if you drop the next four games in a row. Truly, who cares? You're nine and four. Then at the end of thirteen, you're in a really good position. Just do your upgrades as you kind of see necessary. You, you're absolutely fine. Play the buys, get to finals, ideally. Get to mm. finals with four to six trades. I think what he does need to do, though, is uh, swing, you know, Heaney into his forward line yeah. by the end of the buys and, you know, get at least two more. You know, for me, a priority would be getting at least two more midfielders into this team. Um, and if you can do that via, you know, Heaney back to the forward line, Dersma's a waste on your bench. You know, you've got Dersma, Hall, Moore. You'd have to be picking two out of those three every week. You want all three on your field if you're oh, running all three of them. You've got you've got their buys now. So Dersma stays in. But what do you got? You've got one more week, week of Moore and then Moore goes up. Um, you know what I'm doing? I'm trading Bolter out and I'm swinging Moore to my forward line. And I'm doing Bolter down. You know, Bolter all the way down to a rookie. That way you can get Dersma and Williams onto your field. I think that's you're, smart. You're you shore probably, up your forward line a bit. probably better off in this position he's in, holding Bolter for the week, getting... Oh, no, because he's got Durs. Yeah, all right. Uh, well, no, you can switch. I'd put Dersma in my midfield. I'd play Dersma over Ainsworth for one. Oh, then you've got zeros. In you can't really do that, two. though, yeah. Oh, yeah, Dersma's not playing this week. Dur- no, yeah, so I'd I'd leave that. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be trading those kind of players yet. I think I'd be holding Bolter for the week and then next week moving Bolter and Moore out. That's one up, one down. Bolter to Boke, more to more to Gardner if he's named again or something like that. I think he needs to get his midfield sorted though. So yeah, I think you got to you've got to move. You yeah, up. you've got to get either you know Scott down to sort of like a plain rookie. Um, and you've got to find someone else to go up. So even Bolter up to a midfielder and get Heaney into your forward line, that, that's probably one of the smarter things you could probably do. Yeah. Benny Osman, is a triple downgrade this week silly? Thoughts on training in rookies that have their buys this yeah. week? Bewley, Clark, etc. Need the cash for the war chest. I don't think you really do. Oh, triple's way too many. You know, I'm looking at probably probably one at a max. I mean, we, you saw what happened when we went early on Young. If you went early on Hinge, what kind of happened there too? Um, you just can't go early on too many players. Well, that's right. Going early on the... I went premature on the Come Express. That's right, Corey. Um, yeah, no, you just... Three's sign... Yeah, we're just way too much. Um, and last question, Chris Macker. Oh, my God, this isn't... Sorry, there's two questions. Chris Macker. G'day, boys. So, question, but just putting myself in for Clown of the Week. Well, you'd have to be doing a lot to be doing that tonight. Jesus. Lovely holiday with the missus and our little eight-week-old young lady. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Had a spare two minutes on Saturday after and flicked open Supercoach. Went to my league and seen I was behind in my two-man cash league and noticed bloody... Sat crouch sitting on the bench doing sweet FA again. Decided I needed to trade him to have a chance at the win. This week, for some reason, I traded in Tim Taranto. Oh, I've heard about this bloke. He didn't put the emergency on him, I don't oh, think. Oh, 
no five playing kind of rest and no boys. Yeah. They're playing twelve and eighteen and killing it. Great idea. Trade happened at one forty four PM, not really in the game set at one forty five. My trade yeah. ends up sitting on the Oh my trade ends up sitting on the bench without yeah. the emergency. In the end, Toronto scored the same as Walsh and Baker and the Supercoach gods had an effing good laugh at me. Same with this story, don't have a Pavian Supercoach. Will assist wow. in some questions again, but thinking after my trade my advice will be as good as Jazza eighty nine's backline bench. Whack. <laughs> I, I think he um I think he messaged us uh, private message or he made us aware somehow maybe he tweeted us something like that. Um and I did see that I had a good giggle about it. Um now thankfully for his sake it obviously didn't cost him too much but I don't mind the the old line there don't um don't have a kid in super coach and uh you know following that I, I might even just book myself in for the old snip Corey. You're probably just playing in the off-season, you know. There's, I get these players that go, you know, they, they're worried about a grand final. I mean, I'd probably rather win a Supercoach grand final than an AFL grand final, to be honest. So, just plan accordingly. But, Chris, congratulations all the same. Justin Iris, Canelio. And all the best with the young one too, mate. Canelio, back to good form or just a one-off good day? Think of bringing him in this week while cheap. I can't believe we had one question about Canelio, by the way. I texted you on the weekend, yep. the moment he scored that, and I said, how many questions are we going to get about him this week? And it only appears that it's, it's the last question. Um, wow, Corey. He's had a score of 52 in round two this year. He's had a 75, a 76, 87. He's not brilliant. Sure, he scored 207. But what did it take to actually get the 207? You know what I mean? I mean, this is not... Your Josh Kelly last year scored two hundred and four on Carlton, is it, Corey? Yeah, I get yeah, it, I but I'm 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 looking at more of securing that top probably six to begin with, and then looking at those fringe players. If you think he can be top eight from here onto the back of the season, by all means, go for it. But uh, is he is he underpriced? Yes, certainly. Yes, yeah. but is he top eight? I don't think so. Yeah, and and, that, and that's what you need to consider. Sure, you can get someone in underpriced. They'll make your team immediately better. But come finals, you have, you know, Canelio versus, I don't know, a gaff. I mean, I'm much more comfortable Neil, with it with a gaff. McRae, you know, all those names. Kelly, yeah. I know which ones I'm taking. Yeah. Um, that's it for questions, Bombs. So before your article comes out this week, uh, Vice Captain and Captains. Well, oh, and I must say, look, there were some different questions out there tonight. We've seen some different teams. But thank you to everyone that contributed a question. Thank you to everyone who's gone and answered and put their input on other people's questions. And thank you for everyone who does it for the rest of this week as well. Yeah, and, and hopefully this is no, Corey. Although I'm very serious and I get very angry, we do just like to have a bit of fun with this sort of stuff too. So please don't get you know too offended. I get offended Vice every can- week that you talk to me, so... Well, that's probably a good reason then to kick me out of your life, I would have thought, Corey, because we don't need those negative vibes. Um, now, Captain and Captain. I will return, Corey, to a full article this week. Now, the listeners, I get, like I said before, I gave you 124. What are you sucking about? I Fair took it. I took it. And, and how is the expectation from them that, oh, they'll just be... Now, I know when I write stuff, Corey, it's obviously beautifully articulated. It's got a lot of relevant stats. It helps people make their decisions. But please, listeners, also keep in mind, I do this week in, week out. And, I, you know, as much as we talk about my paycheck here at Supercoach Elites, it actually isn't much of a paycheck, to be honest, at all. So, you know what? If I give you a 124, shut up and take it, is my advice. 
Um, this week, though, Corey, it's interesting. Grundy and Gorn, they both play the last game of the week, which means you have to go the VC. Now, there's only one player I think should be considered for a VC, Corey, and that's Lockie Neal. The reason, obviously, being not only does he play Carlton, but you have a look at his scores this year, Corey, and he doesn't really score 120s or 130s. So you're either definitely not taking it or you're definitely taking it. He scores this year 140 plus. He's had one, two, three, four. He's had five of them. He's had one score of 127 and everything else has been 114 or below. So he is the perfect VC or C option leading into Grundy and Gorn, in my opinion. Can you hear me there? I can now. Oh, I dropped my headset. <laughs> it was a bit of an issue. No, no, I heard Sorry. the rustling and that. I thought maybe you'd just gotten up and gone to get a drink while you assumed I ruffled on. Ah, you probably would anyway, so keep going. Yeah. No, I've, I've finished. I was just saying, Corey, that, um, yeah, Lockie Neal's the perfect option this week because he either scores above 140 or below 120 pretty much every week this year. So, for me, that's the perfect VCLC leading into Grundy and Gorn. Perfect. Apologies. I actually thought I broke the microphone then. All good. That would have been scary for a pod. Um, <laughs> For me, I was the same. I had uh, Lockie Neal, uh, VC, into, I'm probably taking it, but at the moment, looking at one of the big boys, I think, on the main stage. Gr- uh, gr- I was going to say Grundy. Gorn's low score the last three weeks has been 144. Mm. He's three-man average, Corey. Absolutely huge, 150.3. I'll probably, to be honest, though, because we've got Richmond on Friday night, so I'll probably go Noah Bolter. All right, I'm done. See ya. Into- now Walter into Lockie Neal, I think, is a great option. Now, Bombs, I hope you haven't actually walked off because you're here because we've got something special to talk about before we go. Corey, I have come <laughs> back. No, no, no. And I did only out of respect for what we're about to talk about, but I, I have returned. So we've got the freeze MND round this round, yep. So every year, me and you normally go head-to-head, we'll take a player, take a player. This year, we're probably... Should we go a community bet? I don't mind, mate. I don't mind what it is. Look, regardless, regardless, from the elites, we'll be donating to money to the Freeze M&D campaign this year. I've already got my beanies. I don't know if you've got one or if you yep. buy one. I've already ordered two and already donated, but happy to donate a little bit yep. more. I mean, so, give what you can. It's, it's a fantastic cause. And I'll tell you what, Neil Danaher, uh, now, to get Australian of the Year, I think you need to win Victorian of the Year. Was he Victorian of the Year last year? Uh, no idea. Because I think there was a bit of a rally for it. So hopefully at some point, I mean, they might even give him Australia of the Year as well because what he's been able to do, not only for the cause, um, obviously the people that are suffering, for himself, for his family, for the game, what he's been able to do has been absolutely tremendous, Corey, and certainly something that does not go unnoticed in the football community. I love it at the moment because I can walk out to the shops, I can go to a Coles, I can go to a Kmart, I go wherever the hell I want to go, Corey, and you just see people rocking the beanie all the time. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, no, they're great. He's, uh, what he's been able to do is is inspirational, really. Um, and I think I think Dane Swan summed it up, of all people, um, who is going down the slide this year, when he spoke about... You know, the moment that he, he's played AFL football, he's won a Brownlow medal, but he never felt as honoured as what he did when um, Neil Danaher called him and asked him to go down the slide. So this year, you know, we'll donate. We'll both donate. We'll put it up on the page, whatever. Um, we'll get our donations up. But I think we'll go we'll go to a sports bet one as well. Bumps. Yeah. Um, whether we do 
20 each or 25 each or whatever the hell we do. Um, and maybe we'll come up with a bet each. Yep. We'll go to sports bet. We'll get the bet on or any uh, agency out there. We'll get the bet on. Um, we'll, and if our bet goes up or we'll put two or three bets, we'll put it out a poll probably on each of our private Twitters, tweet it out. Um, and whatever gets voted in by the audience, we'll put that on. And then whatever funds win from them, straight to the cause of Freeze M&D. And then plus, I think you've already donated, is it 50 bucks as well? I've already done me 50. Yeah. I do that every year. But I'm happy to I'm happy to do a little bit more and as well, I'll, even if the I'll bet doesn't get up. Too, so to make sure that there's definitely money going in there, we'll definitely put it in there. Um, and we'll put up our uh, kind of the bets that we have a look at for Monday's Clash. And we'll go there as well. And look, while we're at it, who do you think is going to score more, Gorn or Grundy? Gorn. All right, I'll take Grundy. We'll go head to head. What you want to do that for another fifty? We'll do it for another fifty. Let's go straight to the charity. So um, it's a good cause, and we try and do this as much as we can. But um, it's more about the day. And if you haven't grabbed a beanie yet, make sure you you, you jump on and grab one. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's much more we can say to that. Nah, nah, just, uh, you know, everyone else, you know, and I'm sure that we don't need to spruik it because anyone that kind of pays attention to Supercoach is embedded enough in the AFL community to kind of hear the messages and know what it's all about. So if you can, donate. If you can't, don't feel guilty about it because they'll always be next year. All right. So between us, I think there's probably 250 bucks going on MND. I'm not too sure what it works out to be. But, oh, and then plus when our bets get up too. So whatever it does, great cause. Done. Anything else to add? Corey, I will review my practice again this week. I will speak to my psychologist around how to better manage my anger and stupid people and absolute morons that we have to deal with, Corey. And hopefully, I won't have an uh, incident next week. You may need to see someone who can help with your breathing patterns as well. Well, it's because, you know, you want me right up against the mic here, so I'm breathing kind of right into oh, it. Oh, no, 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 I didn't mean like oh. that. Oh, you didn't mean like that. No, 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 yeah, my breathing exercises. Well, that's what I was talking about my psychologist this week, Corey. I was just saying, hey, and, you know, this was the strategy he gave me. He goes, just, you know, you got to ground yourself a bit here, Bombs. You know, just look at three things in the room. Just ground yourself. Didn't work. Mm. Oh, you might only... need to go get a new tip. <laughs> Maybe. Yep. And goat going to goat. So behalf of... But on behalf of Bonds and myself, peace out community, and thanks for listening.